Well, if you've been alive and sucking oxygen, then you are fully aware of the hot topic of the Joe Rogan experience and the podcast and how certain musicians are calling for Joe or for Spotify, I should say, to remove Joe Rogan from their platform. And it's completely ridiculous, is it not? I mean, the fact that this guy has two different episodes of doctors that are, um, you know, um, maybe have a different approach that are a little bit of a countercultural to what the media and maybe some of our government leaders believe about COVID-19 um, and vaccinations and all this. These guys are just offering a different point of view on it. That's really what the conversation was about. They weren't pushing an agenda. They were just basically saying, here's our experience. And heaven forbid Spotify would allow this to go out to millions and millions of listeners. Heaven forbid, right? Because we live in a culture where we should not disagree. No, you should see things my way. And it's complete crap. It is complete crap. I think about our country's founding fathers and how how often these guys disagreed but you see, they were able to somehow, some way, come together, discuss and defend and allow the best ideas to move forward. And as I look at this fallout from this whole Joe Rogan thing, I think the question of like, what happened to the public square, right? And when will the masses reject the mob? I think that's a valid question. I really do. Our culture is so sensitive and it's disgusting that we cannot have conversations where we can agree to disagree and to move forward with love and respect. It's absolutely amazing to me. And I think as we tie all this back to mentorship, men, 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 let me hear, let me just, if there's anything you hear today, let me share this with you, is that if you are engaged in mentorship or you want to be engaged in mentorship, there should be conflict, and in some cases, there will be disagreement. We see this play out in Paul and Barnabas's uh, relationship. We know that Barnabas came to the aid of Saul, who later became Paul, and it is Barnabas that mentors Paul in the faith, and they go on this journey together. And we see that Barnabas goes to bat for Paul, and we we see a transition in leadership where you see it all throughout the book of Acts. It says Barnabas and Saul, or Barnabas and Paul, and then there's this transition in chapter 13 where it says Paul and his companions. Like We can see mentorship literally playing out right in front of us as we read through the book of Acts. But you see there's this interesting part in Acts chapter 15 where they start to have some conflict where Paul says to Barnabas, hey, this is in chapter 15, verses 36 through 40. He says, let us go back and 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 visit the towns where we preach the word of the Lord. Let's see how they're doing. And Barnabas wants to take John. Uh, we also know him as Mark. He wants to take John with them. But Paul doesn't think it's wise because he had left them, you know, hanging <laughs> in Pamphylia earlier on when we read through that. And so, and, and he hadn't continued in the work with them. So they actually have such a sharp disagreement. These two friends, these two human beings, these two men, this mentor and this protege, they have such a sharp disagreement that they part company. They actually go in different directions. And we know that Barnabas took Mark and they go to sail for Cyprus. 
but Paul decided to go with Silas and they go elsewhere. But you see, here's how we know this conflict and this disagreement was handled and was um, acted upon like men. Okay, let they men dealt with this in a manly, masculine way because both of them continue on the journey that God put them on. They both continue on the mission that God put them forth. Okay, that put he put forth in front of them and the message of the gospel, the gospel continues to spread. So we don't know all the ins and outs of this disagreement, but we know that they're saying, "Hey, we don't agree right now. That's okay. We're going to I'm going to go this way and continue to preach the word and you go this way and I'll continue and and I'll preach the word. And you know what? We will hopefully cross paths later on. I mean, isn't that really how disagreements when we have this clash of ideas, isn't this how things should be handled? Isn't this exactly how mentors and protégés should deal with the fact that, hey, protégé, you're not always going to get along with your mentor. Mentor, you might not always agree with your protégé, but for heaven's sake, can we just tolerate one another? I mean, we offer grace before the disagreement happens. That's what ultimately our journey is all about. So let's be tolerant, men, and let's embrace disagreement. Let's embrace conflict because in relationships, it's inevitable. In humanity, disagreements is inevitable. We shouldn't call for somebody's livelihood to be shut down because of disagreement. Rather, we can say, you know what? Agree to disagree, but I'm going to continue on the path that God has put me on. Man, guys, we are Jesus's people. We are men of God and we must lead the way. I love this phrase of let's be tolerant people amid an intolerant world. Guys, if we are going to thrive as mentors and protégés and we are going to thrive as men, we need to learn how to simply allow ideas to collide and understand that this should not derail us but it should put us on course for what God has called us to do. We'll talk to you next time.